bitches and welcome to the sassy spiritual bitches podcast <laughs> so bubbly and light i love it <laughs> yes yeah i don't know i'm feeling that today oh that's good i'm definitely got the spaced out energy of pisces rocking and rolling right now but it's not a bad feeling it's just like very yeah. very floaty <laughs> very floaty very floaty very dreamy very like yeah. I know I'm, I'm that way too so difficult to get anything of substantial value done in a day when that's how you're how you're feeling yes and then we decided to go and record multiple podcasts on this day when we're both like floaty as fuck <laughs> oh well you get what you get everyone surprise <laughs> like I almost feel like you know when you're um half cut when you're day drunk and you're just like la 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 <laughs> yes I do know the feeling it's that, that kind of well you and I used to do that quite a bit mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's that kind of feeling right now yeah definitely definitely where the world is it's all good and everything's great and fluffy but you're not about to like climb out Everest because you don't got that kind of zest right now <laughs> like, yeah yeah Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Too funny. Sorry if you oh. heard that. I just uh, knocked over shit because that's how I roll, guys. I like it. I like it a lot. Oops. Now I'm just banging stuff around. It's all good. It's all good. This is real life, people. This is real life. Oh, so how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Yeah, now that I'm fucking out of that, I think it's just like trying to get my bearings again. You know, you like go through that and then you kind of come out with these shaky legs and you're like, am I a human again? Can I do stuff? And then you do just, I dare? Yeah, got to get your like confidence or direction back. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yes. I mean, it's all the same, right? Like all my sessions are the same and I got that program coming up, which I'm excited about. Yes, me too. Mine's supposed to start on the 18th. Holy shit. Whoa, that's next week. I had to push mine back. Well, I didn't have to, but it's the April break um, mm. in Saskatchewan. So I was like, oh, people might be doing stuff or yeah, whatever. Sure. And then I have a friend who's a teacher. She's like, we should do like a little road trip or go to Saskatoon or something. So I was like, ah, I don't want to be in the first week of launching when everyone that I'm friends with is like free to just be. So I was like, oh, I'll push it back a bit. Good call. Yeah. 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 Good call. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Right, how are you? I'm good. I had a couple of shitty days there. Mm. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good now. I don't That's know if good. it's this conjunction or what we're recording on that day of the uh neptune pisces conjunction in no yeah no the neptune jupiter in pisces jupiter, yeah i'm like pisces, what the fuck yeah. day is it what what planet what <laughs> yeah exactly mm-hmm. um yeah no i feel good and it's funny how that happens like i maybe just took for granted my mental health prior to this experience like but i had a f- like I would have bad days, but they would be more so like days where my emotions would get away from me. But I didn't really have real genuine anxiety. And because now I know what real genuine anxiety feels like, and it's uh, not how I felt before. So every once in a while, I don't even know what triggers it, but you're just like, (gasps) and it's like, what the fuck's going on? And what happened? And oh my God. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. And it just every once in a while, like when I was in the dark night of the soul, it was pretty much there permanently. But now that I'm on the other end, it's like every once in a while just comes and creeps in and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? And then you're just like, what the fuck? And then it just subsides. Like, what is yeah. that? How annoying. <laughs> like, it's like, what? Get out of here. I know. Like, where, where did you come from and why? And please never come back. Indeed. Fuck right off. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck you very much as they say exactly love it so what are we talking about today yeah um it's not that easy to put into words I feel the message that we got was really about 
just that really like having those lower points or our past and not letting it deter us from where we're going and using it almost like a platform to be courageous or level up or you know um kind of got like lion energy so hear me roar like it doesn't what I went through doesn't define me doesn't hold me back it's the platform in which I stand stronger than ever love it yeah totally um like do you feel you're tapping into that or is that an energy you feel you need to tap into because that's two different things yeah my throat chakra has been coming up a lot lately so I think it's something I need, like I'm not ready to like roar, but I feel I'm being like pushed into it. I feel the only sense of the lion I can say I feel like I have is I've gotten to the point now, probably for the first time, arguably ever, where I actually just don't care what people like think, you know, but then it's like, I need to find that courage within me not the external world to like be loud again and be seen and and be heard kind of thing. Hmm. What about you? Oh, you know what? This is the first time I, the lion energy. I love that you say that because this is the first time in fucking years that I actually kind of feel my Leo-esque-ness popping back in. That's fucking good news. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been gone for a long time. And I mentioned this to a friend of mine. I'm like, I'm feeling confident with how I look. I'm feeling confident with like who I am and I'm feeling confident with this and that. I'm just like, bring in a world. Look at me. woo! And I was like, I have not felt that in a very, very long time. And like, I just don't care. Right. And it's not, and it's not in the fuck you world. I don't care what you have to say, you know, ego way. It's the, like, I just genuinely am me and I don't care. Ooh, that's interesting. So am I, I don't care. isn't seeming to come from like my appearance or my confidence, but like before, I don't know. It's just like, I would be more cautious or sort of really thoughtful or intentional with how the things I said or the things I did or whatever. And I kind of right now, I'm just like, I just don't care. Like, I just want to be myself and not have to worry about, everyone else and their dog and what they think or say or do so I kind of feel that like non-attachment from giving a shit but I still have to like find the zest and it feels like you've sort of found the zest oh yeah have you seen my lives god I don't give a shit what I look like what you know like what the background is I'm like fuck it let's do this you know and it's just it's like I got a message for you boom you know yeah, I really need to get my shit together. I don't know what the fuck happened to my throat chakra. I don't consider that a place that's something that wasn't working, but it's definitely been highlighted. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like I got a message. I pulled a card today and it was the Pleiadian card. And everybody <laughs> I think knows how I feel about the Pleiadians. They're kind of annoying. Um, not, not all of them, but they're just, they're very chatty. They're very like, they're very like, hello, I'm here, but they kind of give a shit about how they look or if people are paying attention to them. And I was like, oh, great. Now I have to learn something from these cats. Like, damn it. <laughs> these cats. I love it. They're, they're good. They're just out of all of the starseed types that I work with. I just find them sometimes to be like the most melodramatic and attention seeking. And that's when they're not balanced, but on this planet, are any of us really balanced, you know? So, and that's them on this planet when they're incarnated here, when I see them in their like astral or, you know, galactic selves, clearly they're a bit more balanced. Like, Well, as, as you would hopefully be. Yes. So gotta learn from the Palladians, I guess. Here we go. Oh, I love it. You're a Palladian listening to this. Give me a call. (laughs) Yeah. Give us a call. Ring a ding ding. (laughs) Oh my God. Too funny. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm just, I, I, there's, there's a bit of not taking things so seriously. Mm, There's that energy coming in. And I feel like that kind of comes along with the Leo lion energy. It just kind of being, they seem playful to me. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I can feel that. I feel like a lighter energy swooping in. I am definitely working on releasing that, that like being a little bit too serious uh, and withdrawing. That's definitely what I've been doing. And I'm like, fuck, I really got to bust out of that. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. The whole withdrawn thing. Yeah. It's very easy to, well, I'm an introvert. So like, that is like my, my normal state. Mm-hmm. So to tap out of that has been interesting. Yeah. But you're doing a great job. You're doing so many lives and card polls and readings. Like you're definitely nailing it. And I, I partly wonder like something that just dropped in now and it's more for me, but other people probably have this apply. It's like, it was kind of a long, brutal winter and like things that I used to be inspired by that would, um, motion me into wanting to share a message or wanting to be seen was, it was when it was nice out and I was outside. I get so many downloads from like nature and it's been like, not only has it been super snowy, super cold, it's also so windy. So like going for the walks that I normally do is like painstaking. It's literally like wind burn for life. And I'm just like, really shut me down. And it's like, maybe your reconnect to being somewhere beautiful all the time has really just like brought you to life like nature is so healing god damn yeah it it really really is so I really it's crazy um yeah yeah Yeah, I agree I I really speaking of nature it's the birds like They've been, I don't know. I gotta start looking up the birds I see here or here and try and figure out what they are. Because, I mean, we don't have our normal birds here, but there's a particular one and I hear it all the time. And I think it's the ones that everyone hears in the backgrounds of my readings all the time. Cause I always get little messages. I love the birds in the reading, you know? And I think it's the grackles. Oh which are of course black birds and those are always drawn to me whether it's a crow but they don't really have like crows like you back home so i think this is my replacement complete blackbird is the grackle oh cool yeah awesome. yeah i know i do really love the crows and the ravens whenever i'm like walking my dog and feel like nervous or scared if i see like a crow or a raven swoop in i'm like oh it's fine yeah, we're good be watched or protected or whatever I'm going to look up if there is a spiritual meaning for grackle. Um, Cause I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Oh my God. It ties in what we're talking about. Let's see how. For many people, the grackle is a symbol of courage. <gasps> just oh like God. the lion. If you've ever met what? a grackle. Then it's hard to imagine why this is. Grackles approach life with an audacious attitude and are rarely deterred by the presence of humans in their vicinity. Grackles also frequently symbolize thievery. Aren't they cute? They're so cute. Okay. That is so divine. That's, yeah. And I, I feel that. Like, I feel it's just time. Like, um, we've just been talking about Kirsten like crazy the last few episodes. But yeah, I know. Kirsten... Yeah, Kirsten keeps talking about the great teachers, the great teachers. And when she was first getting these downloads, she was receiving them in, you know, like, oh, like, um, you know, these great teachers will emerge, these cosmic connections will be made, it'll be so great. And then she's recently seen the explanation is like, no, you guys are the great teachers. Mm. Like, you guys need to activate the fuck out of yourselves and get going. But like, when we've been, for me anyway, when it's been like, I keep calling it the karmic checkout and right. It's like, we have these old identities that are not going to be moving into the new age. We have these new identities, but we're not really sure of ourselves. And so when we have the karmic cash out, it's usually a little bit heavy, you know, we're closing out chapters and books and revelations. And then it's kind of like this new way of being. And it's hard to just muster courage when you feel like you're a toddler, like wobbling on those, those new feet, but we got to do it. It's mm-hmm. definitely the message as of late. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why, um, I've been tapping into what's the right word for it. I don't know. Um, that, Yeah. I don't know. Like I have a lot of 
history and like again talking about past supporting not creating the future right Mm-hmm. I've always had certain ideas and storylines in my head about the way you have to look in order to um, create something or in order to for people to take you seriously or in order, you know, to X, Y, Z. And I would say the last couple weeks, it's been like, that doesn't exist. That story is gone. So it's, it's, it's been a weird transition of letting that story know that it was there at one point and that it actually letting it go and allowing it to support me going forward especially with launching these programs and things whereas before if I went on the old belief system I would say oh well no one will take me seriously because I don't look like I don't know a bohemian goddess or whatever you know Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's not true. That actually has no bearing on anything. Yeah. You know, and to be able to step into that teacher role that I really, really love, like my card, my tarot card for the year, like my numerology, uh, numerological, that's not even a word. My numerology card is the Hierophant, mm-hmm. right? The teacher, the mentor, the guru. Um, Mine's the emperor. I can totally see that a hundred percent. And sometimes I think I'm like, is that why I didn't want to have kids? Cause I had kingdoms and fucking shit to build. <laughs> I can see that, but it's that Aries energy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's that energy. I love it. I know. I like that it's deep. for us. I like it for us. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The emperor totally fucking suits you. It's so funny. And I'm pretty sure I was thinking of like the picture on the emperor. I don't know. I can't remember. It's the emperor card. And there's definitely like a lion in there. I think. Hmm. maybe not maybe that's a different card I'm gonna look it up right now but anyway yeah because I know he's got like horns like like rams and shit on his throne yeah yeah that's so yeah cool. I mean to sort of actually, yeah it's the buying into it right it's the owning of the releasing the past beliefs to own what you're truly meant to do right mm-hmm. that's been very interesting And I think like letting go. So, because my, so what happened with me as well, like, so based on a belief system that doesn't work, it's like when I went through all of my trials and tribulations throughout the winter, it was just like bad event after bad event after bad event. And you can't help if you're the person who talks about karma being like, what the fuck have I done to manifest this? And I'll be the first to say, I know I manifested that. And I'm not going to be like, oh, it was, it was divine intervention. Like, I don't think it had to go that badly. Like it probably was divine, but that bad of a timeline, I don't think so. So like, but then it's holding on to it. It's like, well, you know, that was really shitty that that happened to me. And that these things occurred and I kept hitting these roadblocks. And then you kind of like, you know, those events have made me definitely a little bit more insecure. Like to be like, hello, I am a great teacher. Like, you know, speaking of what Kirsten says, And it's just like, you know, you feel a little bit like, I don't know, but, you know, speaking of the past doesn't yield the future. It's actually just that platform for us to stand on. Well, what I went through and how I dealt with it ended up leading me to create the program that I'm working with. And it's just like, ah, it's, it's cool. You know, like every, every bump in the road or negative belief often is like, there because you will learn something from it or you will evolve past it and then you help other people who are still in the mud or haven't evolved past it like the things that we go to or go through are usually the exact things that we help other people overcome at some point absolutely (laughs) and if you've worked with me clients say it with me triggers are our teachers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. god my poor clients. I say that to them like all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not too funny. Yeah, oh, but it's I love true, it. though. And like, you know, when I was kind of feeling like when I've ever, anytime I've ever felt like my worst, you know, it's like, you can't go through life without being triggered. You can't go through life without having those low moments. And like, it makes us human and it definitely gives us depth, you know, and it should be a source of courage not you know that fear or that 
I'm out of my depth here. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Fuck fear. Doesn't exist. We all know how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, exactly. It's like, there's the law of duality. And I was talking about this with one of my clients the other day, actually. It was, it was the choosing to look at the opposite outcome, right? And how are you going to really appreciate where you are if you didn't look at the pain, the hurt or whatever it was that got you to this point? So true. Right? So if you were to completely by, like bypass all of that, you wouldn't have learned anything. So even going forward and pretending like everything's Mm hunky-dory, well, that shit's just going to keep happening because you haven't really dealt with anything. So how are you going to learn anything? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And this is reminding me of a great message that I got yesterday for a client, but I can't remember what it was. And it was about something really similar, like, oh, I don't know, but yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I got to re-listen to that client session because I was just like this, their, her spirit guides were just like so helpful. And I was like, I got to remember this. I got to remember this. This is a great one-liner I can use for everyone. But of course the next day has happened and I don't fucking remember a thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh but yeah. It was all about remember shit. Yeah. It was all about like, you know, that, that negative Nancy inside that wants to keep you where you're at and how like you know, we just want to settle for things that feel secure and safe, but like, is that really the objective is security and safety? Like, shouldn't we be like, I want to thrive, not just survive. And it was like letting fear paint that experience so negatively. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, we're where we wanted to be. We asked for this evolution. We asked for this level up, but we're standing on that platform and we're like, ah, I'm scared. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Thanks ego. Yeah. You fucker. I know. Seriously. I love it. I love it. <sighs> Damn ego shit. I, I love it. I love it so much. I'm such a nerd. I know other people are like, they hear that word and they get super triggered by it. They're like ego, fuck you. And I'm like, let's learn. Let's dive deep. Let's what's, what's making up yours. Let's compare, you know, like I just, I, I'm like this nerdy little child wearing glasses and pigtails that like pulls out her pad of paper and a pencil and is like, Ooh, let's, let's figure it out. You know, like, I don't know why that image comes to my head, but it always does when like the ego stuff comes up. It reminds me of like little girls in like school who want to be reporters and they just like document everything. That's the image that came to my mind. Yeah, totally. That's the same. Yeah. With the little notepad and the pencil and like tapping it on the tongue. Okay, let's go. You know, like, (laughs) What do you think? Oh, I'm yeah, I, don't, I geek out on that so hard. I've learned to understand the ego a little bit better through you, but it definitely still like, oh, it just, as somebody who remembers their cosmic life so well, it just fucking annoys me because it's not something that necessarily we have to deal with when we're living elsewhere. So it's like a new experience. And I just lovely human part of us. I know it's very limiting. It makes everything just 10 times more difficult, but such is the experience on the planet earth. Like, damn it. (laughs) I was going to say, I think everything on planet earth, which sucks because it's so fucking beautiful. Why does it have to be so hard? I know. And I think on the Patreon group, I was doing the cards of the day and I was doing like messages from some galactic beings. And one of the messages was definitely like, yeah, you came to this earth because it's, you know, you could, you could handle it. Only the courageous go here. Like, don't forget that. You know, what's funny that we're recording this podcast because about courage and like standing out and going for it, because literally all the cards of the day for this week on Patreon are about this. And I'm like, oh my God, of course it is. Oh, I love that. Interesting. There's definitely a pressure rising. And I think a lot of us are feeling it to, we have to just start to show up and, and launch those programs or cut ties or, you know, complete the healing or, or whatever it is. Quit the job, whatever it is. 
there's been feels, an abundance of that. Have you felt that? Yeah. It's like coming people are just constantly two people now in the last week really? are going to up and like one already did this morning Amazing. and told me, she's like, yeah, it's done. You know, this is my last day, blah, blah, blah. And another one told me last night, yeah, I'm going to give my letter. And I was like, good for you. Oh my God. Amazing. Like props to you girls. Cause you're rising up. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's definitely time, mm-hmm. definitely time, but it's, it's, I, I just, everything's so weird lately. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. There's like, we talked about a f- few weeks back, you know, the instability of, of evolution, you know, we're walking on shaky ground or legs aren't stable the things that we used to cling to that felt safe, don't feel safe anymore, you know, trusting the government or healthcare or whatever, everything's just crumbling, right? Everything's a lie. (laughs) Yeah. So not only have we lost our sense of, you know, even me, and I don't know about you, but even me, someone who already knew that all that stuff was trash, it's still a little bit alarming to watch it fall. You're like, holy fuck, when are we going to rebuild? Like, how is, and it's exciting, but also like, whoa, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I know I'm pumped about it, but at the same time, I'm like, oh God, what is, well, what does this mean? How does this going to look? And then I remember it's like, well, you've dealt with everything so far and you can just release this now. It's quite frankly, none of your business. Exactly. You know, but it's like that part of life is scary. And then our internal worlds have also been going through massive transition. Like it's no wonder we feel nervous and fearful because everything has changed. And we're just like, what the fuck is life? Because like, you know, I quit my job a long time ago and I took those leaps of faith and it felt very secure. And then all of a sudden this new threshold, I'm I'm even like, Ooh, like, how's this going to go down? (laughs) You know? And it's, I think it's par for the course. If you're feeling a bit more nervous and you're Mm -hmm. still then these girls who quit their jobs, they're still then choosing the leap. Like, fuck, that's bravery right there. Right. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it, they both felt it. Like they told me they feel like it's time now. Like it's time. And I was like, yes, it is. And that's true. Like the timing will kind of, you'll just know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, even for, um, me starting to just like be more present, you know, on social media and launching this new program. It's like a part of me was like, Oh God, like, I don't know if I want to, but it, it was like, we, we have to, it's like, let's do it. Like, yeah. Oh, that. Yes. We talked about that. What a couple podcasts ago, that launching and that, <gasps> Oh God, I don't think I can. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, are you sure? <laughs> and then, you know, just doing it. And I'm like, Oh yeah. It was like, once I just did the, the email and I was like, okay, here we go. Ding. It was like, and I'm over. It's okay. Yeah. So you true. Know, it just needed I, to go out. Yes. And something that I keep having to remind myself of when I start to get that fear is like, so yes, we did come here and, you know, incarnate at this very pivotal moment to bring teachings and awareness and help elevate consciousness. There is that essence to our reality, but also the, the simplest form is like souls incarnate into all these different realities to have an experience. So Mm -hmm. you just need to create the experience that your soul is wanting to feel, wanting to really have. So it's not always about you know, like sometimes I get lost, like, is it the right time? Or is this what I should be doing right now? And I do believe in timing and, you know, we have planetary influence and all these things, but at the same time, you're the powerful creator of your reality. You don't wait for the universe to tell you when you got to go, you fucking go and you do it because you, that's an experience that you want to have. And like, reality is not what you think it is. There's enough abundance. There's enough clients. There's enough time there's enough of everything to go around it's just an experience in the simplest terms so when I start to get caught up in like the mud in here I'm like should I shouldn't I is it right is it wrong no I want to have this fucking experience let's go and we become that it's like we flip from disempowerment feeling like oh when you know when or how or not me to being like no universe I I command you to give this to me because it's my divine right 
as a soul coming to have an experience to experience this. And as long as it comes from the heart, as you wish. Yeah. But you have to do something about it. Can't just expect it to drop on your doorstep. You have to craft the email. You have to create the content, you know? But when I get confused, I just go back to like, keep it simple, stupid. This is what you're here to do. Don't get lost in the jargon. That's it. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Yeah. Totally. And I think, I don't remember if I've talked about this yet in the last little bit or not. There's been this stirring, I think is the best word. Because if you followed this podcast for any length of time, then you know it's me and my heart chakra that have fucking issues like nobody's fucking business. Right? I shut that shit down hard. But like, even when I was doing my meditation this morning, it's like I could feel it like literally expand outwards. It was like open expanding outwards and I would just I could just feel it and I was like oh yeah okay this sucker is wide open okay that's wide open so I'm pretty pumped about that even though I could have done this at any point it's me Mm -hmm. keeping it closed right like I know this I shut it on purpose because that's my that's my story that's my go-to um but the fact that it was like totally like open and ready to go I'm like oh yeah This is like being vulnerable, being open in that loving space all the time. That's courage. It's Mm -hmm. very easy to like shut down and like, it's yeah, well, fuck the world, blah, 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 which was my normal go-to, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's very create, um, very, very courageous. And I think there's a, there's a ongoing, narrative out there or belief system that's ingrained in us that vulnerability means weakness yes I was just fucking journaling about that this morning which is the irony Uh you know I was like you know this is all just divine because this morning I was kind of journaling I was like you know I I really do need to like where did that confidence go it's not that I'm not confident but I'm just like perfectly content to like remain in the, the background and that's something I overcame like when I first started my business and it's like reared its ugly head. And I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? And then I was sort of like tracing it back. And I was like, well, I had a really emotional like year, like super emotional. My last year was ruled by cancer and I fucking Mm -hmm. hate cancer. So it was just like tears and family shit and love and abandonment and all that junk came up. And then (laughs) rolled into a dark night of the soul like right on I had a really great year so you know um I was like I think what I did speaking of outdated beliefs is I was like I had a really emotional year and I just felt like I wasn't in control of that part of me which was Mm -hmm. a lesson I need to learn you can't fucking control your emotions no and then I like somehow interpreted that loss of control or that that cracking open as something that was weak And like that vulnerability or that exposure was weak. And then I was like, this is why I can't just blast out onto the scene and be like, hello, I've got everything figured out. (laughs) Because I obviously like associate control with where my courage comes from. And I'm like, Kayla, you really got to fucking unhook those patterns. This is not correct. (laughs) Whoopsie. (laughs) My bad. Oh, so it's funny that's coming up. And I mean, obviously it must be, it must not only be me. Like if oh, it's no. coming up in the podcast, it's coming up on Patreon, P- Patreon, Patreon, <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. It's come up. Yeah. I've come up in client readings. It's come up in coaching sessions. It's come up in all over the place right now. Okay. Good to know. It's not just moi. No, no. <sighs> um, yeah. There was, there was a big one. Like that's been a big theme. I'd say the last, mm, for sure, the last month. Okay. Yeah. I could, I could see that for sure. Yeah. And it makes actually, no, even in our earlier podcast, it wasn't necessarily like personal courage. We were just talking about like feeling unstable and running back to our creature comforts instead of evolving. So it's been a repeat theme for a while now. So clearly we haven't quite 
digested that because it keeps coming up. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like there's been a definite shift. Whereas before it was like, oh, we're going to put our tail between our legs, run back to what we know and hide like little bitches. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't got to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? And we're like, I really want to do it. I really want to put my tail between my legs and run and hide and just, you know, be content in my little cave over there, all safe and warm. But that doesn't get me anywhere. I have no movement. I'm stagnant. So it's like, well, here we go. My tail's still between my legs, but I'm moving forward now. Yeah, exactly. And what would you say, like, what is one of your biggest obstacles when it comes to courage? Like when it comes to being like, hello, here I am. Like, what is that? negative voice or negative belief that comes up to rear its head now is it still kind of the the one about like the not looking a certain way or Mm -hmm. is there something new is that the one that's that's been my big one that I'm just finally getting over yeah but that was always the narrative and but growing up seeing where it comes from right deconstructing it all okay my conditioning where did that start where did this you know there was always it there was structure right it was when I first started taking dance classes, you had to wear tights and a bodysuit and your hair had to be a certain way or you couldn't do X, Y, Z. Then, you know, police officer, father, things have to be done a certain way, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then there was the uniforms at school. I went to a private all girls school. You had to wear a uniform a certain way. You got demerits, you know, and it was just, there was always structure to something. And I very much did not fit in those parameters. Mm -hmm. So even though I was doing these things, it was always that sense of, I don't belong. Right. Right. So it's, it's been this weird thing. And now it's the, well, I don't belong, but I don't care. I don't need to follow these structures. They really don't exist. Yeah. But it was a matter. It took, it took 40 years to change that story. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, and it still hard. rears its ugly head. Yeah. Yeah. It's yours. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like something. It's something that's manifested in a new way as of lately, but it's not a new story. Hmm. So mine is definitely like. I, I have to just say like fear of judgment. Hmm. Like it has to be that. And it's not that it's such a bizarre thing because I don't really like give a shit what people think of me, but I give a shit if I become the topic of other people's discussions and like over that winter darkness, like I just became a topic of a lot of people's discussions. And I mean, I'm just kind of like in my frame of reference, it's like, this is, and everyone should see it this way. This is the Kayla show you have the Randy show, like you're the fucking star of your show. You can do whatever you want. And it shouldn't fucking matter to anyone and their dog. So when suddenly what I do matters to other people, it's very blindsiding to me. And my conditioning is such that like, keep the peace and be a people pleaser. Like it was just like, you know, I was just policed so relentlessly (laughs) throughout my upbringing and I didn't overly care But obviously it's like when it draws too much negative attention to me, then I start to care. So it was like, as a child, it was, you know, like, I wish you'd wear more color or don't swear. You're very unbecoming. That's not ladylike, Mm -hmm. you know, and like all these things. And I was just like, well, I don't want to be a lady. Like, just leave me alone. Do you know what I mean? But then when my (laughs) my mom would discuss my wrongdoings at the dinner table with my auntie and people are like, Oh my God, like Kayla's like clearly this. Then suddenly you're like, I somehow have done something that has disturbed you so deeply that it's become the topic of the conversation. So it's that um, kind of thing. And then it's just like, I don't know, it throws me off my lens. And I, I was talking to my guides and like, this is the lesson that you needed to learn. Like, you know, not, not being a people pleaser and not putting other people first. And I was like, what a shitty fucking lesson. So basically like, it's a karmic challenge I wanted to face and overcome because it's defeated me in my past lives. And now I have to prevail. So I'm like, 
seeing it from that lens, I'm like, okay. And yeah, but it's definitely there. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's I, just an excuse not to. It's just another excuse to not. Yeah. Get my word out. Right. Right. It was just my biggest reason. Well, no one's going to take me seriously anyway, because I don't look like everyone says you should. And that's so funny when you hear other people, like it's, it's, this happens all the time. When you hear other people's negative belief systems, you almost want to giggle because you're like, that's ridiculous, you know? Oh yeah. And then, but when you're living with that imprinting, it's not, it's not ridiculous. Well, no, but you you say it out loud and you're like, this is the most stupidest thing. I know it's the most stupidest thing. I know I sound like a complete and utter loser right now. Yeah. Because I know this isn't true. And yet, and yet, mm-hmm. and yet, you know? Yep. It is Definitely. what it is. <laughs> oh man, it's so funny. But at least I'm like really grateful for the awareness because if oh, you yeah. would have asked me this while I was in the middle of my cancer, like the year of tears, I'm going to call it 2021 <laughs> was the year of tears for me. And it's like, well, I was in that year of tears, like I could not see a fucking thing clearly to save my life, you know? And now it's like, okay, I see what was happening there. Like, let's just, like, I'm just grateful for the awareness because fuck awareness will save your life out there. Like it's. Oh yeah. (laughs) Big time. Yeah. Mine was the year of change last year. It was like, well, we're just going to do this instead. Ha ha you know yeah year of tears my year of tears but we'll see I think we'll see I think this year is ruled by um ironically Leo for me so how do you tell uh fuck for those of you wondering I looked it up it's I don't know I forget what it's called like I don't remember what it's called but you can look it up it's like on astro like an astro astro page um provocations, provocations. I can't remember what the word is, but you can like click it in and see which house, which piece of the pie is currently influencing your year. Um, and like my motto, I, even when I did those mid chapter ahead readings, that's not how I did it. Cause I didn't realize that that's what was happening until like last month. But, um, when I did those year ahead readings, those little mini readings, yep. I was like, fuck, I could have used the heads up last year. Like it, I just, it just took me by surprise. And I was just like, where is this coming from? So now that I know how to sort of review those things, I'm like, gotta fucking pay attention because next, when's the next time the year of tears is coming? Should be 12 years last year. I was going to say, so in about 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I will be fucking ready for you year of tears. And then I was back counting. I was like, when was the last time this happened? also one of my worst years like why is this such a karmic thing for me like I don't even remember what happened in which years so if you were like was this a good year or a bad year I'd be like fuck I don't know what happened that year I don't know yeah mind you I have big big blind spots Mm. oh yeah yeah I don't remember and it seems like they all kind of blur together so I really have no idea but going forward I'd like to keep track yeah and the only reason I knew about so I think I would have been 19 when my last year of tears happened. And the only reason I remember that is because I had my palm read. There was this guy from India who actually like worked at McDonald's here in PA. And I knew someone that knew him and they're like, oh yeah, Neo knows how to read palms. And I cool. was like, I need this man to read my palms. So he read my palms and he was like, oh yeah, your 19th year of life. I probably like must've been 18. He's like, your 19th year of life is going to be real shit. And then your 23rd year of life is going to be one of your best. And I was just like, okay, cool. And yeah, sure as shit. 19 was junk. And then 23 was like a glory year. So that's so crazy. So I remembered when I did the math, I was like, oh, 19, here we go. That lines up with what happened. Fair enough. So, yeah damn. (laughs) And I think my emotions, like for anyone else I've ever done an Akashic record reading for, if you are anywhere, somebody who's like involved with like a wisdom gift, like there's lots of people that have their wisdom keeper of this or wisdom keeper of that wisdom keepers of any kind 
like are very logical and analytical. They are very like computer brained and like organizing and separating facts. And then they don't really like their emotions. <laughs> so you don't say. Yeah. So I try to be like, okay, it's part of my design to not necessarily be good at this, but I have to figure it out because that's going to happen again. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. I looked so, it up. It's find your annual perfection. Perfection. Okay. I was like, I forget what the word is. I don't know. Yeah. I got to read about it, but I'm like, perfection. It's kind of neat. I'm definitely going to remember that because I think, and then I was kind of looking into my karma too. And yeah, like my karma essentially is, I think I know what life it was, but that I, I do just like, I am fairly like loving. Right. So like I've tried to tone it down because it's involved in the emotional department. But like, if you do get to see that open rawness of me, like, um, I'm fairly loving. And I think I had a lot of past lives where like, I would do as my father said, or I would do as my mother said, or I would do what was right for the people. And then I lost like what I wanted and was very frustrated. So literally one of my lessons in this life is like less about others, more about me putting me first. So I can see why I would have picked to have lots of reactions and some some are good reactions, some are not good reactions. Like either people think I'm amazing or people are like, I'm gonna talk shit about you. <laughs> like, like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I've always been the um I fly under the radar. Hmm. No one really pays attention to anything I do or anything I say or anything like that. So I like I kind of skate. I like, I remember saying all the time and I still love this feeling, but it's long dead now. I love being anonymous. Mm. That's why I love traveling. Honestly, nobody knows a fucking thing about you. You're just, I kind of love that insignificant feeling where you're in a city and you're just like one of a million or whatever. And it's like, you can go and do whatever you want, dress however you want, be whoever you want. And nobody gives a flying fuck. So of course I would incarnate in a town that has nothing to do but gossip. <laughs> like, fuck. So I think like, it's not that it just, I don't want people to pay attention to me. I don't really care like what your judgments are, but this is my life and my show. Keep your eyes to yourself. Like, you know, and what other people think of you though, isn't your business. Exactly. This is the thing that I am like finally seeing clearly. And it's like, like I said, when I was in it, I didn't even know that was the issue. But I had been saying yeah. for years, I love being anonymous, you know, and it's like, yeah, like, what does it matter? And then remember how I, we, I, we showed you that thing and it's like, people will literally look at you this way or that way. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. There it is coded in my DNA. Yep. God, that thing's so cool. So accurate. Right? Like, Jesus. And the language and shit, I was like. This is who wrote this crazy. did I write this about myself because it feels like I wrote this about myself <laughs> well like there are certain things that I was like hey that sounds like what I tell people like almost word for word yeah <laughs> you know exactly. it's just creepy when I read yours I was like holy fuck she needs to read this because it's just bang on yeah that was bizarre mm-hmm. like even astrology or human design or anything I've never felt like I kind of roll my eyes I'm like that's not true but this I was like <gasps> hot damn and it was oh, just damn. the smallest snapshot. It wasn't just, yeah. it wasn't like 49 pages of detailed information. It's just like point blank right there. And you're like, that's me. That's all yep. me. Like, I never went and listened to the podcast thing kind of thing at the end of it though. Mm-hmm. I got to do that still. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I should have like read my paper first. Cause I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? So I listened to the podcast and had to backpedal, but it made oh. sense. Yeah. I love it. <sighs> so good. Anyway, mm-hmm. what, what a fucking tangent about my life. Like, woo. Yeah, well, it needed to come out. Needed to vent. I know. I got a that throat shocker needs activating. So everyone be prepared for Kayla's word vomit about her life. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. I'm excited. Yeah. But I don't even know. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Well, we're just kind of talking about like, you know, just having the courage of stepping forward regardless of what happened in the past or what belief systems you used to have. It doesn't doesn't mean that has to stick exactly and taking everything from that lens of it's just an experience that my soul essentially manifested 
needed to experience to evolve and so on. Like, you know, I was kind of, cause I just through the experiences I had, I'm like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, well, yes, you manifested this, but is it really even a negative thing? Because look at how much you've learned or look at how much you've evolved. So it's like, everything is divine. Like, even if you manifested it and it fucking sucks, it's still divine because it like threw me into some deep and like inner analysis that I was definitely avoiding. So it like, I love to do things just like fast and dirty. <laughs> Say it that way. Like I don't want to drag out my healing and my learning process for my whole life, even though it'll be there. Yeah. I definitely like scheduled it all to hit me within this five-year window so that I could have those deep insights, those deep learning so that the rest of my life, I can, I have the solid foundation to deal with bullshit and just expand and manifest the fuck out of it. Like, I just know that's what I did, you know? So even though it's been shitty, cause I'm just, this is my last year of five shitty ones. So have, so have 2022. Um, and then it's like, I just get to be free. Nice because I'll learn a lot of those heavy lessons right now. And I was talking to my partner and he learned all his heavy lessons when he was like 16 to 21. So mm -hmm. when he's watching me learn it at this age, he's like, like, I already know this shit. I already went through it. And I'm like, well, what they do? Like lucky you figuring out at 16 to 21, but here I am now. And, you know, I sometimes wonder if he went through it then so he could be there for me now. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Love it. So things are divine. Don't like sit around just judging your experiences or deeming them as right or wrong or good or bad, because it's just an experience. That you needed to get to where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. I've really flipped how I look at bad situations now. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, bring it on. Mm. See, which is, which is so weird. Cause I'm like, yeah, let's, let's feel all the weird, bad shit. And like, let's feel insecure and let's do all these things. Cause I'm like, yeah, because I you mean, went I'm through involved. it. Yeah. Cause you went through it. You have the foundation now to be able to do that and just move through it with ease. That is what I'm talking about. Like, I feel like I am evolved. Like I'm almost there, but not quite. But I'm kind but... of jealous because you kind of came on it on your own. Hmm. Like I literally would not have changed. Like mm. my fucking guides had to completely break my brain right. in order for it to happen. Yeah. That's how stubborn I was. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, Jesus, fuck. How did I not see? <laughs> it's so many. Warnings. Oh my God. It was blaring, like glaringly obvious, you know? So I'm kind of jealous of people who actually do come across it on their own. Whereas I'm like, I had to literally break, like my brain had to break to get it. I'm just glad that it did, but I'm kind of like, oh man, why couldn't I have come up with this on my own? Right. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, sometimes I do like say that I'm grateful that like when I'm uncomfortable, like I'm not just like going to tolerate the discomfort. Like obviously I'll tolerate it for a normal human amount, but then at some point I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, and that's helped me like evolve several times. It's like, I just don't tolerate that, ew, that cringy, like I hate my life feeling for super, for a super long time, which thank God. But some pe people are just busy, you know, like, you know, the, I can't even imagine the things that you would have been taking on at your job or, you know, how draining that is to even be working shift work. And, mm -hmm. you know, I luckily had this space. Like I had a job that was like school hours, basically like eight 30 to four, it sucked and it was exhausting, but it, yeah. Like I just, I think I had a little bit more space to even notice I was uncomfortable. Mm, that's fair. Cause I was, I was busy as fuck. Like I, I was like, if I wasn't working 12 hour shifts in the evenings, I would be doing plays. So that'd be another three to four hours in the evenings, or I'd be teaching stuff like exercise classes or, you know, volunteering or doing something in the evening that took up even more time. So like my, and I would always go to work early 
So my 12 hour day was closer to like a 12 and a half, 13 hour day. Then you add in that other stuff. It was like 17 hours. Yeah. And then bedtime and then the next day. Exactly. And then you manage to like throw in a wedding in there and like travel in there. Like I would consider myself like a slow starter to life because I really came from like, I didn't come from money. Like I literally seen the ocean for the first time when I was 23 years old. So like we were just at home on the farm, you know, I worked a lot, but I didn't have, you know, like I wasn't really in relationships for the majority of my life. I wasn't traveling. We didn't have money. I mean, I went to university and even when I was in university, like towed a fine line there because I didn't have money. So yeah. <laughs> like I was just grounded, um, like deeply grounded for a lot of my life. So yeah, I definitely had a lot of time to think. <laughs> like I wasn't yeah. doing anything fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I was always, even as a teenager, and I used to talk about this a lot. This is really, now it's a weird tangent about my life. I kept myself busy as well. I was always going to a bunch of dance classes in the evening, teaching dance classes, taking, um, taking on rehearsals or whatever. Like I literally... I used, I remember being so jealous, like, or I, yeah, cause I, I teach a lot because, you know, you have to teach dance in the evenings and, or on the weekends. So it was like, I was always, always committed and mm-hmm. I'd get jealous of my friends who were like, Hey, we're going to Saskatoon to go shopping for the day. You coming? Ha ha ha. And I'm like, no, I can't. I have to work. No, right. I can't. I have to teach. No, I can't. I have this. And I bought a house at 19. So it was like, right. It was like, I always had myself committed. Right. I didn't know how to have fun. I could, I, spontaneous. What did that mean? That was not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know. And like, we were, well, I had like three siblings and we lived on a farm and I think like we, I was in soccer for one summer. Like we didn't have, we didn't even do stuff like that. It was just like school sports and that's it. Like, yeah. But I mean, it's kind of different when you grow up out of town. I think it's not really, it's not like you're really missing out. It's like your parents aren't going to drive you all four of your kids to multiple things two times a week when they live up 20 to 30 minutes out of town, you know? No, that's hard. Yeah. It's hard enough when you're in town. Exactly. Where you can go home between or whatever. So yeah, it was, yeah, I didn't have that you know, so I had a lot of time to like ponder the meaning of life, like always. (laughs) So, um, and like be aware of how I was feeling it, but I did, I often worked two jobs, like always as soon as I was like 14, probably by the time I was 16, I was working two jobs and in school, but it's not like it was answering 911 calls. You know, I worked at the shoppers cosmetic cart or a counter and pumped gas. It's not really like a mentally stressful, like I still no. have space to think like. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Well, it is what it is. Everyone's in their own. We all had to learn our own lessons. Yeah. And you know what? I literally, I've often wondered like, how did I end up with this life? Like why the fuck would I have incarnated in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan? Like, I don't understand. And when I was in hypnosis, they literally said, you placed yourself in this very isolated, sheltered life so that you wouldn't get distracted because Mm. you fucking know as someone who like loves chasing the sun and feeling alive, I was in a big city. I would have got nothing done. Like that's fair. That's fair. That makes sense. Total sense. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's funny. Every, like when I say everything's divine, don't judge your experiences. Don't let your past stunt you because I fucking tell you your higher self has a reason for all of it. It will be able to articulate to you every single trial, tribulation, oddity, victory, success. It'll be able to explain you in perfect order. Why? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I don't think there's such thing as coincidence or chance or, or anything like that. So no. We signed up for this shit. Yep. Big time. All right. Whew. I feel good. How about you? Yeah. Feel good. Yeah. I don't know if we like made our point. No, I don't really think, I think our stories hopefully will be like, Oh, like 
everybody has things. Yeah. Look where they came from and look where they are. Yeah. I can do it too. Exactly. We're here to empower you. Yes. Yes. So take the leap friends. It's time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, if, if it scares you, I feel like right now the message I'm getting is like, if it makes you extremely uncomfortable and scares the ever lighting, like ever loving fuck out of you, it's exactly what your soul needs to do. You but know, yet the, your soul still excited about it. It's like, Oh, I yeah. want to do these things, but I can't, I'm so scared. Then it's like, nah, exactly. you can, you totally can. You can, you will. You should. I hate the word should. I always tell everyone, don't should anything. Yes. You can and you will. Let's leave, let's just leave it at that. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us, kids. It's been a yes. It's been a blast. Yeah. Have an awesome day. And we'll check you next week. Bye.